You guys realize that Linda is forcing me to rub her leg and her foot right you now. You offered it. I offered to rub your leg, not your foot. I'm not going to ask you to stop. These are the things that we do at home with Linda and Drew Scott. <laughs> Anybody want to join? <laughs> I do have another leg. <laughs> I'll get to that. That I'll do that for our outro. Are you, uh, are you guys having a good day? Are you enjoying time together with family? Are you we, enjoying foot rubs? Are you enjoying foot rubs as well? Okay, this is the thing. I'm not big on feet. Neither am I. You have clean feet. Like when I can see you've been walking around and there's a bit of that dirt on the bottom of the sock, I don't want to touch it. Yeah, but that's not my feet. My feet are clean. I'm the one looking at the bottom of your foot right now. Um, <laughs> okay, no, they are very I clean. I can see them too. It's, You're just, he's making it up. My feet are clean right now. Well, your feet are clean because you just showered. It's just that maybe there was, you know, a bit of carpet fluff on the bottom of it. I'll, I'll rub the top of your foot. How's that? Hasn't Get touched the dirty floor. Get in there. <laughs> I always wear socks. When you guys massage feet, do you put your fingers between the toes <laughs> with oils and it goes. <laughs> that reminds me of, ew. That's the sound it makes. <laughs> it reminds me of when we used to make Emmy, our niece, when she was one, maybe two or three. We made her give us uh, massages because it's so cute when their little hands massage you and they're trying to like squeeze your muscles. But uh, <laughs> we would tell her like, "Hey, I'll pay you a quarter for a foot massage," and she'd be like, "Okay." I remember I'll go for an hour. <laughs> oh, wow, <laughs> a whole hour! I remember coming across when you were going through your old things, and you came across when she was like in grade menu? two or something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she had a spa menu. It was I still have Emily's it. spa menu, and it was something like. A back massage for 50 cents yeah. and foot massage for a dollar. You can get the sugar plum special for 30 cents. 30 cents, cents yeah. yeah. So cute. If I was to offer you foot massage, though, I'd, I'd charge more than a dollar. Okay, I, I'd pay a dollar fifty. Those are my toe knuckles cracking. Oh, Did you hear that? That's making it even more appealing. <laughs> it's waving at me right now. Whatever, you... Crack your toes like, like you a said. Boss. I have. I know. I do it too much because I just I wiggle my toes. I get that from my dad. He's always wiggling his toes, except for mine crack when I wiggle. But you said that I have beautiful feet. You have Barbie feet. <laughs> like your feet are so archy, arched, arched. arched. <laughs> yeah, you. It's like you don't have as much arch. No, I have flat feet. But you have a little bit of nice curve to that bunion. <laughs> Uh, I don't have that feature. So see, you're, you're one up on me already. You have an extra feature that I don't have. Why? Right. You get that from your mom. Your mom has the same one. Why is it more common in, in women? I don't know. It's, it's probably all the high heels. I heard there are little spacers that you can put between your toes. Oh yeah, didn't you get one? Because you were starting to get a baby bunion like on your baby toe. Yeah, but that pain, and it was, it was sore. Did it go away? But that went away. It definitely did. But hmm. yeah, so these, there are these little spacers you can put between your toes and then it, kelp, it helps over time. It realigns your foot and gets rid of a bunion because a bunion is a buildup of calcium, right? I thought it was buns. You got big bunions and you cannot lie. That foot, I don't want to... That wasn't going to rhyme. I'll work on it. Um, anyway, uh, what else is happening? Family time. Which is actually... From bunions to family. So here's something. Okay, aside from foot frustrations, sibling frustrations, I think there are a lot of people out there. Yes. I think there are a lot of people out there that can relate 
to, you know, you love your siblings, but no one knows how to push your buttons better than they do. But you don't have, I mean, you don't have blow up sessions with your siblings. You gotta be honest here. What? Okay, well, you have some maybe, but like, like for example, what is it, JD? I don't even know how to explain it. JD and Jonathan, they, they can do this thing. And I'm not saying that I'm an angel. Trust me, I find ways to annoy them. I think it's- Oh, we know you're not an angel. Oh yeah, definitely. I mean, I I find many ways to annoy them. But they, they do this thing where, JD does this thing especially, where he'll half answer what I'm, I'm looking for. He knows what I'm asking. Whatever the question might be, I'm trying to get a certain answer. Still or when you guys were younger? Mainly when we were younger, but from time to time still does it. And it drives me nuts. So now, as, as adults now, I just, I say to him, I'm like, JD, full answer. Maybe you need to learn how to ask the question differently. That's a good outlook on it. Maybe I do. Or maybe... I just solved your life's issues. But JD did, he has said to me, he's admitted that he sometimes does it purposely because it, it's an entertaining watching me get worked up over something is. silly. <laughs> but what do you find? I mean, what, what do you guys argue the most about you and your siblings? Oh gosh, do we have a few hours? <laughs> <laughs> I think the the most uh, annoying thing is when we're all trying to make plans in a big group text. I think that's the epitome of too many cooks. So here's a question for you in that respect. April loves to organize. Oh gosh, she's uber organized. She's uber organizer, but the problem is, I, which from I've seen from afar when you guys are all trying to make plans, that she'll all of a sudden jump in and schedule something or plan something that is probably pretty cool, but she hasn't checked with everyone yet. And then all of a sudden she's jumped ahead and then that frustrates everybody because you haven't talked it through. Yeah. I mean, for myself, if someone wants to take the initiative to plan, I'm happy to have them like go at it if that makes them happy and then, and I don't have to plan it, but I can see how that annoys people where it's like, well, you didn't consult me when you made plans because she didn't consult them because they would never get back to her and then it would just take longer and then we'd run out of time. So this is what I will say frustrates me when we do get togethers with your family, not going to name a specific sisters. Who's your oldest sister. Um, Wanda is always late. It drives me nuts no matter what we oh, yeah, plan. That's, that's her. She's always late. <laughs> that would frustrate me the most. Luckily, Jonathan and JD are not really like Jonathan. I think out of all three of us is typically the one who's a little late yeah, or at she, least he used to be. She gets it from my dad. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Or, well, but your dad, and, your dad is there, but then he'll all of a sudden disappear. He literally yeah. leaves and doesn't tell anybody. And, and I used to be really bad too. I think I've gotten better. Oh. Well, like when we're getting ready to go out. A lot of the times lately, I'm ready before you are. Really? Yeah. Like I will push you out of the way so that I can get my shoes on before you. That's true. That's true. <laughs> I, I slow myself down a little bit. I will admit I was always the person who was five minutes early. Always. My entire life. I, I, I get that from my mom and dad. They're always punctual. They're always well, an the, hour early. <laughs> Actually, yeah. Like we'll see you for breakfast at nine. They eight a.m. We're ready. Oh yeah, that that's a little annoying actually sometimes because I'm like, mom, dad, you're just putting more pressure on everybody. But I was always early. Once you and I started dating and then got married, so ten years together, I have slowly slipped away from being the person who is always early. And now you're more relaxed, right? Am I, or does it get me anxious that I'm not still the person that people are no, waiting? No, because on? you'll you'll take the extra few minutes to play Scrabble. It's true. It's very true. I, I think. I still like to be the person who shows up on time. Can we commit to this? 
Give me your pinky toe and I'll use my pinky finger. Can we connect? Massage that. Can we commit to making that effort that we don't, even if it's five, 10, 15 minutes of people waiting, it's still people waiting. Oh, of course. I Sorry, one sec. I need to take a picture of you pinky swearing. I never like making people wait. This is, so I don't know if any of you guys out there listening have this that you can relate to, but my issue just with Linda and me in that scenario is I feel that I'm very realistic with how long it takes me to get ready. And then I will pre mention to Linda like three hours out. I'm like, how much time do you need to get ready? And I'm like 15 minutes. I'm like, realistically, well, maybe half an hour. And then I'll remind her again an hour and a half out. I'll remind her an hour out and she's still doing other stuff or working. Yeah, because I want to try to finish as much as I can. Yes, but then we make people wait. No, we've been better about it lately. It's it's because I'm listening to podcasts while I get ready and I get so wrapped up in it and um, the time just slips away. I want to hear from you guys. How do you deal with these situations? Because we don't want to get into a big argument about it, but... How do you encourage your spouse to be more punctual or realistic with how long they take to get ready? I think that's a good topic. Also, speaking of (laughs) family, uh, family working together, just like we do, um, this week we're chatting with Ross Smith and Granny. So Ross and his granny, I think they're 60 years apart. Is that 60? 60 year difference between them. But they spend more time together than most family that I know. They're so cute. They're adorable. Ross won't want to be and called hilarious. adorable. He wants to be yeah, right. manly, rugged. I don't yeah. think so. <laughs> I think he wants to be called cute and adorable. Well, they are definitely adorable. Um, if you've seen them on YouTube or on social media, they're, they spend so much time together and that's the dynamic that made them explode. And they have so many fans out there because of the cute little videos they do or Granny will do a rap or she'll do like, she'll do, you know, con- contest thingy where you flip a bottle and it lands oh, yeah, upright. Yeah. She can do that like no one's business. <laughs> I love when Ross and Granny come over and Drew and Ross are, will hit the ping pong table right away and me and Granny will just chat. Chat about the good old days. Yeah. When you can talk about the early 1900s with somebody when they were growing up, it's pretty cool. It's like a history book. It is. Well, a why hilarious, don't we- sweet history book. Why don't we dive right into the history of Ross Smith and Granny? Okay, if ADT wasn't professional enough, now ADT installs Google Nest products with their smart home security systems because ADT believes the smarter the home, the safer the security. I mean, what are they going to do next? They're, they're going to start a country singing career. I would listen to a country band named ADT. Also, I like to know what's happening at our front door from virtually anywhere with my Google Nest doorbell. Just saying. Your Google Nest doorbell? I said our. He said my. Everybody check that. Yeah. All right. Well, I like to control my ADT smart devices like my lights, my locks. (laughs) My security system with Google Nest speakers and displays. And I like to say, hey, Google, to get started. Listen, I said ours. I'm all about ours, not mine. Help protect what matters most with all this, plus 24-7 professional monitoring from ADT and a little help from Google. Visit ADT.com to see how ADT can help make your home smarter and safer. I can feel the love bouncing off these walls Shining through the windows reflecting like a rainbow 
we get to see each other a couple of times a year, I guess, over the last few years. Yeah. But I actually, we love getting together with you guys because the stories that we hear as well and the dynamic that you have, we love family. We spend a lot of time with our family, but you literally live together, Gram, Granny and, and you, and the age difference is what, you're 27, right? I'm 27. Granny? 93. 93. Anybody good at math here? Uh, that's so that's lot. like 15 years apart? Yeah, something yeah. like that. So 30, 90, <laughs> carry the 60. Yeah, it's somewhere in there. 66 years apart? Divided yeah. by X. Now, how does that affect your dating life, Granny? <laughs> Not bad. <laughs> <laughs> how old she is or how far we are apart? <laughs> no, having you as a roommate <laughs> oh, when, when she's on I a date. Like, well, yeah, I mean, she's obviously getting older. Well, are you dating younger men? I'm getting older. With the men too? Oh, yes. Okay. All right. I know that. <laughs> she sneaks them up. So how does that, yeah, how your, your lives are really busy though too with your traveling for work and everything you guys do sort of give us a bit of a, like a, a recap of your schedule. How does that work? Cause you spend a lot of time on the road as well. Yeah. So with granny and I, we have this rule. It's uh, two weeks on two weeks off. So she'll spend half the time at my house or wherever. If I decide to go to LA like this, I get two weeks and then I've got to go back to her house and tell them what your house is like. Well, it's a small house. I live alone, uh, but I, I've been there in my house 62 years. Wow. Oh, wow. <laughs> What's the area like? Where go are ahead, you? Go ahead and well, say the area, it. I live in the hood. Yep. <laughs> All right. But I love the hood. <laughs> and the hood loves her too, but probably not the safest area. But uh, I, I, does that make you the OGG, the original gangster granny? Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. Where, where is your house? Where? Mm-hmm. I live in Youngstown, Ohio. Mm-hmm. Oh. Youngstown, yeah. O-H. I-O. Ah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he so, knows, he's smart. And so where, where were you born? Where did you grow up? I grew up in a little town called Newton Falls, and that's about 22 miles from Youngstown. Oh. One and, stoplight uh, and a McDonald's, that's it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so when you were growing up, I mean, 93 years mm-hmm. in this world, that's, that's a long time. You've seen a lot of changes. A I, lot. I have. Being born then, what is that? That's 1926. Six. Yes. So you've lived through a lot. You've lived through uh, World War II. Yes. When was the Depression? The Depression. I lived through the Depression. The 20s, I believe, in the 30s. The 30s, yeah. yeah. So, so what was life like growing up? Well, <clears throat> there were seven siblings. I lived on a farm. We had big gardens and vegetables growing and uh, had to tend to the animals. And I had to churn butter, (gasps) make butter and sour cream. And uh, we all had to work. Yeah, well, we grew up on a ranch too. So we we know the value of a hard day's work. (laughs) It's, it's, uh, I mean, I can only imagine as well back in those days, the same for my dad when he was growing up. Um, how much how much more work there was, and how they didn't have a lot of money either. Our family and right. and so literally everything they did, the hard work they did all day was just to put bread on the table that night. Exactly. Well, yeah. both of your parents were immigrants too, right? Yeah, my mom came to this country from uh, the Ukraine. She was 17 years old, and uh, she only knew one friend here. 
And as time went on, she met my father somewhere, <laughs> and they um, uh, uh, settled down in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Now, all my sisters and brothers, they were born in Pittsburgh. I was born in Ohio. Oh. I'm the baby of the family. Oh, you're the baby. Oh, you? I'm the baby. <laughs> Sounds weird hearing that's that. that. So is that was that the surprise of the family, or they knew you were coming? <laughs> <laughs> all the, oh, all the babies are done. Let's move to Ohio. Oh, there's <laughs> another one. Oh, Whoopsies. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's funny. Just when you said like 1926, I was buying her an airline ticket the other day, and. <laughs> You know, when you scroll down through the dates, like when your birthday is, it's almost to the point where they don't offer her date anymore. Oh, really? Like it's at the very bottom. I think maybe like early 1900s, it's like a cutoff. That is Do you think, ageist. That's yeah, how, exactly. Do you think that they go to like to the Guinness World Record and they're like, oh, we don't have to go past this date because- I, re- I really do. Yeah. Because it's it's weird. I, every time I think it keeps going up. Like I think it was like 1901 and at one point I saw an 18 something. So mm. uh, over the past few years, but yeah, you're you're pretty old. I'm sure am. Well, it's cool because you you got to live through the 20s, and now we're in the 20s again. Yes, oh, that's God, pretty awesome. That. It is awesome. So, how would you describe the 20s when you were growing up? Well, I guess you were just a baby. But yeah, but, but still, now we're in the 20s again. How? Well, give us some wisdom. Uh, all I uh, all I know, we all went to school. We were very close, you know, with our friends and families. I know one thing. I lived close to a river, and we all went down to the river to swim every day. And uh, I, I loved roller skating, especially the music. After we got done roller skating... Uh, uh, we went to this little um, Eddie's Haven restaurant, and he didn't mind uh, how long we sat there, just mm-hmm. kind of chit-chatting, and uh, uh, those were our happy days. I was going to say, those sound like the easy, breezy, lazy days. I mean, that would <laughs> be so like nice. Seeing how busy you guys are and our schedules nowadays, it'd be nice just to go down to the river, Yeah. then go to Eddie's for a little snack and sit yeah. around all day and gossip. Go roller skating yeah. and you then don't. turn some butter. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sounds like a dream. Uh, well, uh, uh, there were times, you know, when you live on a farm, you have these great big porches, and mother would get me all set up t- to turn the butter. Well, at times I got tired and I drifted off. <laughs> oh, Under boy. the cow? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Betty Crocker over here. She pulled me back and I couldn't play. I had to turn the butter. <laughs> there was, it was... A lot of work, oh. all of us. And when you got through with school, uh, the minute we start, I lived up on a hill. And as we're coming up the hill, mother would meet us. And she would say, change your clothes. You got to start to work. She had a rhubarb. She made her own rhubarb jelly wow. and all those. That's the that things is, I remember. That doesn't sound legal. Child labor laws are now in play. Oh, well, you look at, so now let's look at the lazy generation. Um, tell yeah. us how you were growing up, Ross. Well, let me play off that. So earlier I just found out that you didn't have a telephone until what? No. I 30s? I think until you were in your 30s. I guess. So it's kind of wild that you went from not having a telephone to being popular on everybody's telephone. And yeah. um, actually, that, that is really interesting. So back in the day before any social media, any even TVs in, in households, yeah. 
I mean, you literally just had to work hard to make a living, and now it's a completely different dynamic. So, how how, how do you find? <laughs> that will have to work. Go yeah, ahead. You no, know, I'll no. let you finish. I'll let you finish. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> now you're lazy and make money. No, yeah. no, but now the the reach that you have. I mean, like you were saying, you had a very small group of friends yeah. and family. You all live by the river, and then now you reach people globally. That's yeah. got to blow your mind. It does. It really does when you get some deep thinking. Everybody. I mean, we've been to all around the world and all um, uh, languages, all types of people, all countries, all ages. Just right before we got here, probably a 70-year-old lady said she was a huge fan walking mm. down the street. Then we also had kids taking pictures with us the other day, you know, and when we've been to, you know, I've been to South Korea and Taiwan. They don't speak English, but there's no like... Um, like people understand what's going on, but you know they can they can conceptualize what a grandma and a grandson are doing, and it's just kind of cool. We like broke down the barriers of yeah, you know, you know of people. That's what know? I was gonna say. I love that because if you look at Jixi, yourself, you're a sports guy. You yeah. played football professionally in Europe, yeah, and you, I mean, you just you personify uh, an athlete, a like sports a jock, guy, yeah. a jock kind of a guy. But then, Granny, you you sort of epitomize also a family. sports guy. Yeah, <laughs> well, she yes. smells like one right now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I really think it's amazing how you guys are reaching such a broad audience. Yeah, super cool. So I don't even know how we got off on this this topic, but yeah, I mean, working in uh, 2020 is it's uh, crazy how many people we can reach. You know, obviously she was just working to put food on the table for her family, and now it's like our job is to. Kind of just entertain the whole entire world, so it's just crazy how it's a big job. How things have changed. Yeah, I mean, our whole goal, I think, we've set together is just to make the world smile, and it's crazy that that's actually like a possible thing to do in 2020. And how does it work um, for you because you reach so many audiences? Every social media platform is slightly different. The, mm-hmm. the the people using the platforms are slightly different. So what what is the the difference for you? per platform or, or how do you try to cater your content to reach different people? Yeah, so not only we have a very diverse uh, audience, but we also are very diverse on every platform. Um, so we're on Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, uh, TikTok, uh, Snapchat, gosh, you name it, even Twitter a little bit, but um, every single one's a little bit different. One's more snackable content like on, on Snapchat and uh, TikTok, you know, people who have a couple minutes in their day to, you know, can't sit down and then there's... And, and spend a whole you know thirty minutes watching something. And then we've got our long form content on like YouTube and Facebook, and you know older crowds on Facebook and younger crowds on TikTok. And it's just uh, yeah, I have to. I, we pretty much have to make uh, different content for every single platform, which kind of uh, stresses me out. But you, you're just having fun, just uh, being an actress. I have to actually you know do all the brute work. Oh, on you the do back all the end. editing and everything. Yeah, she thinks everything is Facebook. Yeah. yeah. So when the people mm-hmm. come up to her and say, "Oh, you're that lady on Snapchat, Gangster Granny," yeah. she's like, "What's that?" And then I have to say, "It's Facebook, Granny." Is it? Do you, yeah. do you call Facebook. it the Facebook? Yeah, the Facebook. Well, it, it, even going back, which is funny, for the first like four or five years we did this, I think we're in year seven or eight now, which is really long for this industry. But um, I think for the first four or five years, she thought I was taking pictures of her. Oh, so right. she said, "Hey, where are all those pictures you taking of me going?" <laughs> so Why I got, are they never in an album? <laughs> yeah, so those are photos. She, she just didn't understand it. When you started, was it a very intentional start? Like, oh, hey, no. let's. Or did you play with the video and you thought, "Hey, this is fun, and we can make something 
and share it. Like granny didn't know what was going on, but did you yeah. think, I bet people would love to see me and my granny in I'm, videos. I mean, I always had this relationship with my grandma where I'd mess with her, but I didn't have a way of like recording it. Like she, <laughs> she'd come down, we pull pranks on her. We would always like, me and my brother would um, prank call her. And he still does this thing. It's so funny. Like I don't really do it anymore because like I'm already messing with her enough. But um, and then finally I had like a platform, a phone that could record video, and then a platform which was Vine that just came out that made it easy to post to. And I just like I was like ah whatever. Let's see what happens if I post this video of my grandma on Vine, and then boom like. ESPN started posting like the next day. I was like, oh my goodness, I've never had this like level of like quote unquote fame at the time. And uh, I was like, maybe people like this. So I did another one and it just started to like. So in the beginning when it, you thought it was photos. When, yeah. Yeah. And then when did you realize that he was getting you to act out different things or you, you've acted like a, you know, a tough granny on some videos and stuff. When did that start? I don't really but I can't get it together at this time, but I know. Are you know drunk I right now? Go, huh? Are you drunk right now? No. <laughs> <laughs> but I know I kept going. I yeah. didn't. Wasn't back. I just kept going forward. So every time he asked you to do something else, you would just do it. Was there a limit where he started asking you to do something that you weren't comfortable with? Uh, there were times, yes. There have been times. Yes. What was it? Well, not too long ago, we were at the uh, beach house, <laughs> and he wanted to uh, bury me in uh, all this sand. And I said, <laughs> I can't do that. Well, uh, we'll try and revisit that concept later. <laughs> how, how about we bury you in the sand? I don't mind. I just wanted to be the one filming. <laughs> so well, what's your favorite? Over the years, all the different videos that you've done and the ways you've made people laugh, what is the favorite? Ex your favorite experience? Was it traveling somewhere? The or? biggest favorite, I love the people, yeah. uh, that uh, meeting new people and traveling, it was a great experience. That part I liked. We've met so many like awesome people, including yes. you guys. And um, like, you know, obviously we've met people like Chuck Norris. And even in the last last few months, I took her on her first helicopter ride and I took her to a uh, to Myrtle Beach uh, Safari, which is like this place where we ride elephants yeah. and uh, play with baby tigers and stuff, which was like crazy. Swimming and, with the tigers. Yeah, it was oh, wild. Wow. But honestly, for me, like all that was really cool. And even I got to take you to, um, Par uh, to Europe. Oh, you yeah. never even left the country, really. Oh, really, oh, first time. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, first time. Besides the Bahamas or Mexico or something like that, well, but little <laughs> big big trip. But I think the most rewarding thing we ever did was like we started. We we're like, oh, we're making people laugh, and you know, we wanted to do some like something like giving back, and we started this like charitable thing where we would take puppies to nursing homes because people like associate with us with old people, well, obviously you, because you are old, but they associate our brand with, um, with old people. And I was like, well, if I'm going to pick a way to get back, it's probably, you know, through helping people with Alzheimer's and dementia. And, um, but how do I do that? I don't know anything about this. My grandma's sharper than I am. Mm -hmm. um, and then I, you know, I was like, well, why don't we go to a nursing home, bring some puppies, see if they have any people in like, uh, you know, those kind of care facilities. And, um, and I found out quickly that like, the best way to um, kind of reach those people was through music and then like therapy animals. And wow, it was like, it was like so moving, mm -hmm. like seeing the people smile and like you could, it's almost like they, their memory came back. And I think that's been so cool for us. Like yeah. we've been doing that now 
we've probably we've been doing it for two years now, and just even during Thanksgiving, we had the 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 Yoda boy Hank, the little um, oh, yeah. Mason Ramsey kid, and he was <laughs> singing with us, and we were it was just it's just been getting better and better. So that's like my personal favorite. I know you like doing that too. I do. Just the smiles we get, but all those memories have been pretty yeah, pretty freaking awesome. Those right? were yeah, I agree. We had um, <laughs> growing up. So my mom's mom. I only ever remember her with Alzheimer's uh, because she was in a care facility ever since I was born. And, um, and then she had passed away at a young age when I think I was maybe nine uh, when she passed away. But um, I do remember them telling us though, it's really good for us to try and just come in, spend time with her, even if she doesn't remember who we are. But there are little moments if we're just singing songs that they used to mm-hmm. sing together or their experiences. <clears throat> and they even mentioned puppies and children were always a great thing because it gives them some sort of a spark of memory and then they have those moments of clarity. Yeah. Um, but that's really cool. I'm glad you guys are doing that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's, hmm. been, it's been great. And I think another thing is that's it's also like I've learned a lot through it. I didn't realize like I don't want to quote my don't quote me here but I think it's like over the age of like 75 or something like that that like one third of people start to like develop you know symptoms of Alzheimer's and dementia and so it's like it's crazy it's the biggest like disease or whatever you want to call it in I guess in the world so you know people don't even realize that um, so I started like doing a little research learning more and I found out that even like something like changing her hearing aids like I did the other day, um, if you don't start using your, you know, your hearing and your eyes and stuff, you start to lose it. So mm. they say if you don't have like, you know, good hearing or hearing aids that you could actually start developing um, dementia or something like that. So mm. you're welcome. So he's there for you. I got you, All dog. All the time. I got a little. I got a little sad there. I'm gonna bring it back up with some <laughs> some humor here. Now, I, who who has to take care of who more often? I I kind of feel, Granny, you need to take care of him more than he needs to take care of you. No, it's the other way around. You're like the toughest person I've ever met. Yeah, I, I'm. I'm. Someone said once upon a time I was made out of iron. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> iron man. <laughs> so here's a question: With all the people that you've been able to collaborate with over the years and celebrities that you've met with what you do. Who has been your crush? Who's your celebrity crush? I like Chuck Norris. Oh, yeah? Oh, he, I'll tell you, he's super nice. Truly, he greets everyone with the same affection. You know what I mean? Mm. And uh, just being with him uh, just makes you feel good. I like Chuck, and I beat Chuck. You beat him in a fighting match? Uh, I, I, the thing when she does with the bottle, where she flips mm-hmm. the bottle. Oh, the bottle flip. Yeah. She yeah. to this day believes that you know how Chuck Norris has never lost anything. You know the yeah. jokes that went around. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, <laughs> right. Grandma is the only person who's ever beat Chuck Norris. Oh. <laughs> she made him bleed his own blood. Oh my god! What's the, what's the best Chuck Norris joke that you've ever oh heard? Like there was oh. well, I don't remember it honestly because there was one he told that it was his favorite, and I was I was rolling because we asked him about it. Like how is it? Because his life like changed so much once those like. <laughs> Jokes started coming out, and then, um, and then I was like, and then he started bleeding while we were like doing something. I was like, wow, you are, <laughs> you are like uh, immortal and everything. And uh, he just uh, his. I would love to hear what he. You need to text him and ask him what his favorite Chuck Norris joke was. But one of my favorites is when Chuck Norris jumps in a lake. Chuck Norris doesn't get wet. The lake gets Chuck Norris. Yeah, that's a good yeah, one. Yeah. I like that. Or, yeah. I like when, that. When Chuck Norris gets bitten by a snake. 
the snake dies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we actually <laughs> Granny's laughing. I'm just even. It's the first time she's heard a Chuck Norris joke. She had no idea. So then you guys got to um, hang out with Chuck Norris. I remember you went to his ranch. Oh yeah, I enjoyed us. He uh, showed us around his museum. Oh, wow. Uh, he has a farm with cattle, and they also- uh, He his, taught you how to do karate yeah, or oh, whatever taekwondo. What I don't want to get in trouble. For, and then he choked me out. Yeah, I was going to say, he put Chuck put him down. There's another oh, wow. there's yeah, another influencer. Right I, I almost blacked out, but there's another yeah. influencer named David Dobrik was there with us. It was quite popular right now, and uh, he literally blacked out. That's amazing. He came in, and, he, and then I think he just- I think he just went back to like doing YouTube stuff in the other room. I think he just didn't even remember it. It was crazy. But Chuck, <laughs> oh if you gosh. ask Chuck to choke you out, he literally like chokes you out. He'll I, choke you yeah, out. Yeah. Realistically, you probably asked this a thousand times or whatever. Who who won uh, growing up, you or your brother in, uh, in fights or wrestling? Fighting. So in competition, because we took Shotokan karate, which Chuck oh. Norris also took. Um, in fact, I idolized him as a martial artist karate guy because I would watch his movies and TV shows, Texas Ranger. Yeah, Walker, Texas, Texas Ranger. Yeah, Walker, Ranger. Texas Ranger. <laughs> but um, anyway, we would watch that and I would I would do competitions. And so in, in fighting, Kumite, I would typically win. Wow. And then in Kata, which is just like all the karate forms, Jonathan would typically win. In real life, I would never hit him. Like if we ever yeah. had an argument or a fight, I wouldn't hit him, but he had no problem hitting me. Oh. But he was also, he was like Gumby. Jonathan was super bendy. And so when you fight him, it's like it's like fighting a boa constrictor. He would just wrap himself around you so you can't move. It was the most annoying fight in the world. I have Always to show you to something see. about boa constrictors today. Oh, You're going to love this. I'm sorry. I got really off topic. That's like how my ADD works. But Oh no, it's completely relevant. Look at this. What is that? What? Grandma, <gasps> 20-some foot python laying around grandma today. Yeah. Wait, that was what? today? Yeah. yeah, it was earlier today. And, oh, she's, yeah. and she's terrified Wait. of snakes. Oh, gosh. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Talk about something that she's never what? really agreed to, but somehow I talked her into. Yeah. I don't like, oh. And, and you're not mentioning that until now that you were laying down well, with <laughs> I guess she, I she, she, Yeah, she, <laughs> she Chuck Norris. <laughs> Yeah. 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 Oh my gosh. <laughs> oh God. And that's our biggest fear is snakes. Yeah. Oh, so wow. I'm a pretty crappy grandson. I'm not So why lie. would you make your well, grandmother yeah, Well, this is like there. the fourth time we've been there. The first time I I always like to do like cool surprises for her. Like I like gosh. paint her room or something or get her like a mural at my house or something like that. But this time I was like, Grandma, I got you a new necklace. And I literally put a <gasps> snake around her neck. And she's like, Oh my gosh, I love it. Cause she was like it was almost like, you know, those girls, they open a gift, but they really don't like it. They're like, oh my gosh, I love it. You know, just like yeah. being fake. That's what my grandma was being like. Like, I love it. And I was like, do you? And I was like, look down. And she's like, and she like freaked out. And, about, and then I was like, out. all right, no more scaring grandma. No more. But then oh my <laughs> she's 93. I, well, yeah, she was 92 at the time. Now 93 is, you know, it's a oh new thing. Oh my gosh. But, yeah. <laughs> but I, since then she's the guy who owns the um, reptile place has been like really sweet and um yeah she's kind of accepted a little a little bit better that uh you never know when they turn yeah i, I watch youtube videos when of grandsons when, turn yeah no when snakes <laughs> turn on the owners or turn on people so you think oh there's a giant 26 foot long yeah. python it's great and then it's like you know one day that snake's just like oh. i'm gonna eat this person yeah <gasps> well she had a gator out today too it was probably 10 foot gator i don't know yeah we were with the gator Oh. Yeah, she was what walking. the heck were and, you doing? Today? And we walked in. I 
on the leash. Yeah, you oh guys, you gosh. guys remodel homes. We uh, have to like just change the way you think. I mean, so, to say so here's a question then: with the type of stuff that you do, because you really do, there's a whole mix of content that you guys have, where yeah. it's putting smiles on people's face. It's it's cute moments together. It's shocking moments together. Oh, very shocking. Yes. But what do you guys like <clears throat> the most when you spend time together? Not just for posting. When you spend time together, what do you guys like to do? Yeah, no, we like to go out to eat. We like to go to park. We go to go parks. We love going walking together. Oh, I love right. going to the park. Yeah, you're a good walker. For a 93 year old, I, I thank you. You were quick down those stairs, too. Yeah, <laughs> I was yeah. trying to keep up with you. Yeah, I know, but um, what do you like to do besides filming with me? Is there anything since you probably don't like me that much? I love you. Oh. <laughs> oh, that's what I uh, well, just being with you, I feel carefree. Uh, you're gonna lead me on that good road. We're gonna meet those beautiful people. Mm-hmm. You're taking me on vacations. And yeah, all those good getting things. to see her like knock off like you know little bucket list things. Although she doesn't really, she doesn't claim to have a bucket list. I know some of the things like you know the helicopter. She always wanted to ride a helicopter or like yeah. you know go to Europe. I, I don't think she had it in her mind, but being able to take her back to where her family was mm. from and like mm-hmm. those roots. It's just like those moments. Like she's been making this certain kind of food. Her mom taught her how to make for I don't know you know ninety three or whenever you started cooking eighty years and to find out how that originated and where it came from was like that was so cool so like those moments are my favorite so you got to go to the ukraine well so i shouldn't say that her husband my grandpa was uh slovakian and we went to which originally was the czech we went to prague Prague. but prague Mm -hmm. the czech republic and slovakia were was czechoslovakia Mm -hmm. so technically that region right there is Mm. you know when when her uh parents or grandparents lived there it was one country ADT now professionally installs Google Nest products with their smart home security systems because ADT believes the smarter the home, the safer the security. Help protect what matters most with 24-7 professional monitoring from ADT and a little help from Google. You said that very professionally. I try. (laughs) Visit ADT.com to see how ADT can help you make your home smarter and safer. And so how long were you married? I was married, uh, let's see. Let, I'll let You're you... still married. I am? Yeah. Well, I mean, is that not how they say it, you know, <laughs> at heart? Uh, still wear your I, wedding ring. I'll put it this way. I got married in 1955, oh. and my husband died in 1988. Oh, wow. So right before any of, the sibling, any of the grandchildren met him. Like, I think no. one was about to be born, right? And right. Oh, okay. So, so you didn't get to meet any... How many grandkids? Uh, I have six grown, and I have uh, three great-grandchildren. Oh, wow. Um, yeah. And, uh, and how many kids did you have? Just two. Two kids. His oh. mom and my son, Donald. Oh, wow. <laughs> Unlike her generation, like... All of her sisters and stuff were getting married at like 16 and yeah, had like 10 kids. Got she married. got married at 29 and had two kids. So she just kind of like, you know, went against you the You were a grand. modern woman. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> She's in LA, like kind of like an LA person out here. Everyone yeah. gets married when they're, uh, you know, well into their careers and everything. And actually, that's actually an interesting thing to talk about. So back in your day, yes. everyone got married young, as you, as you said. Right. So why, why did you wait? <laughs> 
Well, I'll tell you why. I, uh, <clears throat> at my workplaces, I met lovely uh, uh, young people, uh, ladies, and we started to travel. Our first trip was coming into L.A. on the train. Oh. It took us three days on that the train. That sounds terrible. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he complains about a 30-minute flight on yeah. three days on a train. And we got here, and we went to Hollywood Palladium. Uh, I could just name, and I was about 22. Oh, wow. Yeah. So I've been here at that age with my friends, and uh, I chose to travel a lot with them. Mm. And uh, so, um, anyway, Florida, um, Las Vegas, mm. and all those kind of things. Well, back in that day, Vegas was very, very different. Yeah. I mean, um, I mean, you look at, I was just watching actually The Irishman uh, I it recently yet. too, and, and it talks about too, like back in, in those <clears> days <throat> when the gangsters were the ones that were really shaping Vegas and whatnot, but... And even L.A., did you notice how L.A. has really changed over since, since, what was that? So that was, you were 20, so that was in the 40s compared to now. Oh, yes. Because the traffic, huh? Uh, the, uh, uh, more people, more cars, <laughs> more of everything. We went on that, where they put their, what do you call it, um, emblem on the sidewalk. Uh, walk of Fame. Yeah. Walk of Fame. Uh, we did it all. Yeah. And uh, so I have those memories. I have yeah. something funny to say about uh, her dating, though, and why she took so long. Um, well, it's about her ex-boyfriend. I found out like a couple years ago that she dated this highway patrolman, and his name was Donald. <laughs> and you know what? <laughs> the oh. next, you know what she named her her son <laughs> Donald. What would you do oh. if Linda's last boyfriend was your first son or child's name? I don't know. I mean, I'd want to dig in. So, did you name him after the, the patrolman? It wasn't me, Sonny. You claim it's Grandpa. Why would he do that to himself? I don't know. He was confident. I'll tell you that. No, the truth oh, comes gosh. out seventy years later. Yeah, well, that's crazy. Just imagine like hearing your ex's name every time you say. Your son's name. That's weird. Right? <laughs> That's okay. That was life. It's oh, adding thanks. a new meaning to that name. That's yeah. Francis. Thank you. Switched it up. <laughs> I gotcha. So, how's your uh, dating life when you have Granny living with you and then yeah. you? Yeah. Oh my gosh. You know, like the whole like take a puppy out to the park. She blows out of the water like Grandma is a is a chick magnet. She just you know <laughs> I, she elevated uh, you know my my dating life. But um, no, also. Um, you know, I have to be careful and, uh, you know, I'm like, Hey, if you're going to come home, you know, you have to hang out with my grandma and, you know, watch the bachelor or whatever, or I'm sorry, um, property brothers. And, uh, <laughs> thank um, you. Thank you. Yeah. Um, but no, I mean, even this lifestyle has been like, it's just crazy. When she was growing up, you had to go out to a park and, or, you know, where'd you meet grandpa at a park or something like amusement park, uh, amusement park. You had to go somewhere and you had to meet people like in the flesh. And it's like, ever since this social media thing came out, um, you don't have to. And it's kind of like opened up almost too many options, I think. And that's been crazy for me. Like I went from like that whole like park mentality to now like, oh, I can just, you know, anybody who slides in the DMs, I could potentially be dating. So it, it, the possibilities are endless. I could talk to someone in Germany or, you know, or, you know, wherever. So um, you know, I think I, it's crazy. I still, I still enjoy the idea of meeting people in real life though. I mean, obviously 
for me, not dating, I'm married. Yeah. But, um, but Linda and me, like going out and just meeting people in person, it's one thing meeting people and, and our fans and interacting with them on social. And we love our fans, but mm-hmm. we still like to get out there in person and just go somewhere new or, you know, like a, like a great like farm to table restaurant where you, it's almost like family style where mm-hmm. you, they, they put you tables with other people. Um, mm-hmm. Or when you travel as well, trying to do something experiential where you're paired up with other people. Yeah, some of my most memorable conversations are ones I've had with strangers. I don't remember all of their names, but I remember exactly what we talked about, where it was, whether it was uh, at a flower shop or outside of a cafe. Like I, For some reason, I just remember those and I enjoy those, even though I know I'm never going to see those people. Like I think that makes us 93. <laughs> no, absolutely. You know what's the worst is we all we can never when fans come up. One, we can't like run away like you know able bodied people because we you know she's not fast. You but just also, push Granny and then and run. I'm like Granny, we gotta go. And we just get stuck in like crowds, and then one person takes a picture. You know how it is. Uh, then just a million people are like, oh, what are they taking a picture of? Oh, that's who that is. But then she has to talk to every single person and get their life story. So. You know, we go out to film these videos and then we just never actually film anything because we had to talk to every single person. So we very, we do value that as well. And uh, I was just kind of saying how crazy it is, what how dating's changed though um, over the years. But we're very people person, pe- you know, people, yes. people. People, people. Yeah. Not, not good yeah. English, but good yeah. people, people. Yeah, Purple whatever people, it is. People. <laughs> Purple people leader. Uh, so actually speaking of Purple People Leader, uh, what what are you, what's your favorite music from? Used to listen to a lot of uh, old school music, or uh, yeah, way way back. Tupac, right? A pardon? Tupac. Tupac. Yeah. Biggie. <laughs> That's true. Snoop Dogg. Yeah. Oh, yeah. For now. No, don't tell me your real favorite. I'm done joking. Well, way way <laughs> back, you probably haven't heard of them. Um, oh, I know there was one Von Monroe. I don't know if you ever heard of Von Monroe. No. And uh, I like Johnny Cash. Mm-hmm. And uh, there were so man- many others that, you know, I really liked in my day. That's weird because I, I like older music. like a burning ring of fire. Oh, gosh. Yeah, oh, I love Johnny oh, Cash. I, and I was listening to that song. It's literally on my playlist right now. But I like older music, but like I like Motown music and like the like 70s and I... And I don't even know, like, I can't even relate to what she's talking about because that's like 30s and 40s. Well, you're talking about music when I was born. Like, I, I'm from the 70s. And, and Are you like, really? That really old music. Yeah, I was, I was born 60s, in- 60s, 70s? 1978, I was born. Oh, gosh. You, you are born? old. What's your- <laughs> 92. I feel, you like a I feel Yeah, I do. I, I, I feel like my body feels old from, like, football and everything, like, playing all those years. But my I still have, like, the mind of, like, yeah, like a, a 12-year-old. Jinx, you owe me a soda. <laughs> <laughs> so how, how was that? You're, you you went straight from high school straight overseas, or you did college here first? Yeah, no. So I uh, I played well five years. I took a fifth year of college uh, football, and that was like that was where my passion was. I didn't give a crap about drama or you know doing this whole like Hollywood or social, social media didn't even really exist. I, I went to um, I, then once I graduated, I went to uh, Germany to play football and um, learned a lot about life, a lot of great stuff. And then I came back and um, I was going to keep trying to you know pursue this professional football career, but I was banged up and I, I one of the leagues I had uh, signed up to play in like folded. And then that that same day, Vine died too. When I just I just started like you know the social media thing, and I literally had like nothing. And I was like, well, I could either keep beating my body up like I'm at, like I'm doing, or I can um, I can like try this whole social media thing out. And that's why we're here. So you have the body of a 93 year old, but um, mind of a 12 year old. Yeah. Yeah. Did you play any sports, Granny? 
Did you play any sports? Uh, no, but uh, when I went to school, I loved basketball. Swimming, I love swimming. Roller skating, I love roller skating with that music. Mm. I love that music. What kind of music? They have this certain music when you skate. You know, Your and granny, then being by the river, we ice skated. We uh, we had it all because wow. that was how you I grew up. We didn't have all these things. I found out this actually the videos is how I found out she was an athlete. Our first viral video was me her playing basketball, and uh, she kept making these shots. And then I went <laughs> up and actually blocked the shot, and like got in her face. And I was like, you know, a terrible grandson, but it was funny. Uh, to some people, and then I just abused it to others. But anyway, I found out she was good at basketball. She made like every single shot. And then I was like, let's you know test it out again. And we, uh, BBC, uh, came to our house one time, and I was like, ah, I don't know what to do for, for during a live interview. I don't want to just sit here and do nothing. So I pulled out like a beer pong cup and a ping pong ball, and I was like, well, we'll just play beer pong. And she beat me on live TV, and I was like priding myself all in college of being like the best beer pong player, like won all these like championships and stuff. I like. saw you did something, you beat Steve Harvey or somebody, right? Yeah, she beat Steve I Harvey beat, on yeah, yeah. beer pong. Uh, yeah. And on live TV, <laughs> on live, like in front of a wow. live audience. I was so stressed. She was like, we're going to sit here in front of our live audience. She's just going to miss. And she just drains like three in a row. And then we got invited to the world beer pong championships in Vegas. Um, unfortunately, I was the one who let us down and oh. she crushed it. But she's just like really good at random things like that. Like that's, You're just a natural. Yeah. It's just, first of all, grandma will beat you in beer pong if you want to play after this. Well, you also beat me with the flipping the bottle. You literally came in oh, yeah. and I'm like, this is going to take me yeah. forever to do it. It did take me forever to try and get it and you got it on the first take. I couldn't believe it. Well. Yeah, just one of my uh, oh, many talents. <laughs> one of my talents. Well, it's funny that that's how that <laughs> how that whole thing started. Is LeBron um, like was missed on the court? Like was like on during a game, he was like messing around, and I was like, yeah, let's see if Granny can do it. And I posted it, and then like ESPN like was like, oh, this grandma could beat LeBron, and then that's how we got into that. So she's just always like picking up like weird little that's games hilarious. and stuff. <laughs> who would you like to challenge? If you could challenge anyone out there, who would it be? So far, you want to challenge LeBron? Should we put this together though? I'm gonna all get in contact with LeBron's yeah, up people. King James, he's a, he's a, he grew up right down the street from her. Oh, really? Oh, cool. Mm -hmm. This is like a hometown um, competition, hometown beatdown. Yeah. yeah, I'm gonna uh, I want to see this. It'll be on the court. It'll be like a halftime thing when the Lakers are playing. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, you're gonna, oh you're she's gonna be excited. the new show. She's oh, look, ready. We're setting this up. I'm totally setting this up. <laughs> she'll be like one of those like famous like half court shots for a million dollars, except she'll just dunk on LeBron. I think anything sport related though, you're all over. You're like me. I literally love all sports. I wanted to be in the Olympics when I was growing up. Um, I got into karate because I love sports, basketball. Yeah. I play ping. I take lessons for ping pong. I'm I mean, gonna I actually play you after this, and you're gonna teach me a few things. Are you more just about football, or do you like all sports? I'm like. Maybe it's like her. She's like super competitive when it comes to stuff. Like when we do these trick shot videos, she like can't, she has to get it. And I've always just been like super competitive in everything. And honestly, it's got me in trouble even in like relationships because of like a girl's like, oh yeah, I want to play basketball against you. I go all out, you know, I don't hold back. So <laughs> I can't, I can't lose. I just, I hate losing <laughs> in, in sports. So um, yeah, it sounds very familiar. Uh -huh. yeah. what are you and it also about? reminds me of the uh, Dumb and Dumber scene. Where they're racing up the yes, stairs and he pulls he, her down. Yes, <laughs> yes, yes. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh, that was just a great movie. <laughs> I'll challenge you to basketball because I know it's an easy win. 
And then I will challenge Granny to beer, beer pong. pong. Beer pong. Yeah. That's and then uh, we got to give me something that I'm like even at. Come on, man. I still think I could beat you in basketball because my hustle is just out of this world. Remember, I'm an athlete. I'm not good at shooting, but I could guard you. I played you when we when we did that show. I played you at a few different sports. We did basketball. It wasn't even close. We did soccer. <laughs> soccer, I think you pulled ahead in the end. We went back and forth because we took shots I'm on each other. That's one sport I won't claim. I can't, I don't know. My foot to ball coordination is the worst. I'm more hand-eye coordination, you know? Yeah. I know. We'll find something. Liar. But to me, that actually sounds like the epic get together. We do game nights all the time, and game nights are so. You've you've been over to some. Oh, game remember nights. how competitive I was? Oh yeah, it's it's nice to have someone else just like me. But I think it'd actually be really fun to do a game night where it's actually physical sports, and you get a whole bunch of random Ooh, sports together, and then challenge people, almost like, like slip a midway. And slide? Oh, who can slide the first? We could even yeah. do bar. We could do one nights like bar sports because I know I'll take you and Foos. You good? Oh, I, foosball is the one. Sp- or take, if you want to call it a sport that I absolutely don't like. That's so weird. And then darts, I'll beat you in that. I am can't wait to test your ping pong. Um, what else is there? Something, you know, like, <laughs> oh, I, and I, you know what's the craziest thing? I'm the I'm the world's best Papa Shot player. I don't know if you know what that is. But oh, little, I have no idea. It's the little, like, you know, uh, basketball, like at the, at the bars or arcades you can play? Oh, okay. Where it moves oh, and I, stuff? I'm really good at those too. I have, I, you should see me. It's like... It's All right. crazy. That's the challenge. I'll show you a video. There was a guy, I, th- I oh. think. You seen the guy going like yes. this? Yeah. I think I'm like that. He's really? crazy. He's probably the only person in the world who can beat me. I, I'm that good. Uh, you are too cocky right now. I, I ask any of my All friends right. too. They know, I like put crazy bets out of my house. We're going to a midway one. somewhere and we're going to, we're going to get this game on. Actually, that's one of the, one of the games we need to get in the house. So we Spe- just Speaking it. of midway, I want to go back to the amusement park story where you met. I don't even know what midway is. So yeah. Or, or the amusement, well. The, the, the midway park. is like the games at an amusement park, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Gotcha. Tell us when you met your husband. You met him at an amusement park? Yes, I did. I was there with my friends, and he was there with his friends, and my friends knew him. Ooh. They introduced me, and uh, so that was that night, and he asked where I lived, what town, I told him, and uh, he said, well, he goes to that special nightclub, and um, maybe... Uh, you know, we'll see each Special other. Special nightclub. Yeah. They can't. They can only hear me, but I'm doing the quotation. Yeah. So Grandpa took you to the club. Yeah, he took me to the club. <laughs> <laughs> we have this running joke where Grandma met Grandpa at the strip club. So I'm wondering if that's what it was. I know you can bleep me out. Yeah, but. I, was, I was curious what you meant when you're saying the special club. Yeah, the wait, gentleman's wait, club. Was, was it actually? No, <laughs> <laughs> it really was a amusement park. No, but we're that special club. nightclub that you met at. What kind of special club? Well, was was there at least some go-go dancers uh, or something? Just uh, dancing and people were having their drinks. Dollar bills. And dollar bills. Yep. <laughs> Singles. <laughs> oh, sorry, I'll bring this back. PG, I'm sorry. <laughs> so, um, and, and then, so you were together how many years? You said you were together six? Uh, well, we went dated for two years. Yeah. And then we got married and uh, lived happily ever after. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Amazing. And, and what would you say out of everything you guys have done, I mean, well, Granny, I'll, I'll ask you first, but everything you've done over the years and all your experiences in your life, what is your proudest achievement? Oh, dear. Oh, yeah, bless yourself. Oh. <laughs> she had that, she, we, uh. I can't think. 
Android now. Well, I know you always tell me. Sometimes I, I literally know my grandma's answers better than she does. I order her food for her at the restaurant, but okay. you always say your proudest achievement is your family. Oh, yeah, my family comes first. Yeah. I love my family. Mm-hmm. Once I'm with my family and friends, uh, it just makes you feel good and just wanted to move on. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's the most important thing in life for us as well, getting time together with family. I mean, even over the holidays, we have 18 people that'll be here with us and staying with us. And it sounds hectic, but we you actually want, you love want it. You want two more? You want 20? You guys going to join us? Yeah. 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 Your family. Sure. Yeah. And, and that's the best part because our family is not just our mom, dad, sisters, brothers, cousins. It's it's everyone. It's people oh, like yeah. you guys. And we're so lucky to have that extended family. You have an awesome family. Yeah. Even like your sister's boyfriend, I feel like I talk to him all the time, like well, as, as much as you guys. Like just Connor, when we went, yeah, yeah. When we went to this like wedding, we met all these really cool people through your family, and um, obviously your families are really cool too. He's but, my ping pong nemesis. Yeah. The last time we played, he beat me, so he's my next one to take. Yeah, care of. <laughs> I'm coming for you, Connor. Yeah. He's not listening. Don't worry. <laughs> he's, pra- he's, he's practicing. Yeah, 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 yeah exactly. <laughs> what about you, Ross? I, not, I, you put me on, this is like the first time I've been able to answer a, a question. I don't, I don't know. Um, I think you can, when you're 93, you can say that, but I don't really think I've, I've gotten there yet. I think what? I've got, I've got some life to live. You've got some great achievements. I mean, yeah, but nothing you, like I want to answer yet. You know, I don't want to have like a, I'm going to answer for you. Like oh you gosh. answered for granny. Okay. Your greatest achievement. Getting Granny a date with Chuck Norris. Yeah, yeah. I like that. <laughs> I guess that, that's my biggest achievement is like and, showing her the world. Right? Uh, that's how I would say it. And Howie Mandel. You know, he's, he's, he's so much fun. He still does about 100 to 150 shows, live stage shows a year. Um, he might work of, more than you. Oh my gosh, yeah, yeah. crazy. With all those you shows. Guys, and, you guys yeah. work just as much as us with all the flying. But I, I hope you still get enough time with family at home. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah we do. Enjoying the downtime. Do you guys yeah. ever fight or argue? Oh, oh every, Fist fight? Uh, uh, Ross and I? <laughs> and tell yeah. them what it's yeah. called. Every once in a while, we butt heads. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and we call it World War Three. <laughs> we get World War You know, I said War that III. at the beginning of this, I said we have those two weeks on, two weeks off. Well, right about day 13 or 14 of those two weeks, Granny just starts losing it on me for the absolutely random things. And then I start firing back. <laughs> And then uh, I give her like a day off to day to cool off, and then we're good. But yeah, right, we're good now. Yeah, we're good. It's and only then, day twelve, so yeah, we're good. yeah, we're getting close. <laughs> Tomorrow's gonna be rough. We fight, but um, yeah, I mean, you know, you're close. You yeah, guys are close, yeah. Right? How, how? I know you've said you're you've always been this close. Yeah. But yeah, how we, did that come to be? Because you know, not everybody has that kind of a relationship. Well, yeah, I don't, I wouldn't even say we've, we've always been close, but not this close. I mean, I could like, I saw my grandma when she come for holidays or visit the family, but, um, you know, I was excited, but you know, this is, I'm like staying at my grandma's house. Like, you know, she's staying at my house. She's hanging out with me and my friends. Like, you know, I've got three buddies back at the house and she's hanging out with us. So we've become so close because of the videos and I'm thankful. That's what I'm thankful for is this whole social media thing is, you know, how close it's brought us. Yeah. And I literally, when I was saying earlier, I, I, when we go out to dinner, she has like a little meltdown. She's like, I don't know what to get. And I literally, I'm 90% right usually. I pick her food for her and that's it what she wanted. That way. It seems like you're always. Except Korean barbecue. Yeah. You like Korean barbecue? She hates yeah. it. Oh, you hate <laughs> Korean barbecue. <laughs> so I try. That's the one thing I joke. She's like, what are we going to eat tonight? And I was like, you pick. And she's like, don't make me do this. You know how like, yeah. it's almost like a married couple. 
<laughs> and I say, all right, Korean barbecue it is. And she's like, all right, not Korean barbecue. <laughs> Anything but that. Yeah. Uh, what's um, your go? Yeah. Oh, sorry. What, what's your go-to? Like, what do you, what do you like to order? What do you like what to eat? You should have asked me. Oh. oh. <laughs> yeah, what's, what's your, your favorite what, food? What's your favorite food? Right now, um, I do like uh, Italian food. And um, Don't you lie. You like soup. And chips. Oh, yeah. And orange like chips soup. and coffee. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I do like soup. So, so that must make me an old lady, too. That's true. See, and you know, when we go out, I, we, all these people are like, go to Catch LA, go to these fancy places. And all Granny wants to do is eat McDonald's and Denny's. And, and you're almost like, you know, basic. No, nothing against McDonald's and, and, um, and Denny's, but uh, she doesn't ever really like the uh, classy, like high end stuff. She just kind of. I was always basic. made fun of. I would go to a fancy restaurant, a five star restaurant, and I would only ever eat like grilled cheese sandwiches or <laughs> chicken tomato fingers. Soup. And yep. tomato soup. Chicken mm-hmm. fingers. Yeah. Yeah. One of those people. <laughs> well, Thanks so much for coming to hang out with us and and sharing some stories. I think we've now learned who the true athlete is in this combo. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the true romantic. I got the looks. You got the athleticism. Is that what it I'm is? I'm just well, kidding. Grant You're great looking look too. And the athleticism. Yeah. I'm just kidding. If anybody could see this fro right now. Oh, <laughs> so much volume. And we also know that the ultimate way to get a date is to bring Granny as your wingwoman. It's crazy. I'm. That's that's the problem. I'm finally like in a you know a relationship and oh, with you around, everyone's hitting on me. I gotta just I can't even go out with you anymore. I gotta be loyal, you know. So you we know can't what? hang out anymore. We're all gonna be Granny's wingmen. And women. there we go. Yeah, yeah. We gotta get you a date. Oh, I here this is date. this is how. I had her date. Oh, you did? it was a prank date. Yeah. I want you to go well, on. Tell them. We did this prank show for Facebook and. Um, Grandma had to, we both had earpieces in, like these earwigs. And she would be upstairs, but I was on a date and she'd tell me everything to say. Like ruthless things, this person. And I was telling her what to say, but she can't hear. So she was like <laughs> messing them all up. Like, uh, I don't know. Um, I'm sorry, this is probably inappropriate, but uh, whatever. Now you have to say it. I know. But I like, I, it's, you know, we're, she's a gangster. So we were saying savage things. And the show was called Savage with Ross and Granny. So I had her say to, to this guy that she just, <laughs> random old dude who looked like Colonel Sanders, I said, does the, uh, Tell him, tell uh, Granny to say like, does the carpet match the drapes? And then Grandma says, "Do you play baseball?" And the guy, <laughs> that's literally what she heard. So it was just <laughs> that's the that's the date that's the last quote unquote date Granny went on. How did it was you get, Do you play baseball? Out of does the do the curtains match the drapes? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, carpet carpet match the drapes. Yes, you messed oh, yeah. your lineup. You're not Did obviously I? obviously you're too PG for this. Oh yeah, I said curtain match the drapes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm not. I'm you're not up too with much. Why does the left panel match the right panel? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but no, I I mean a real date. Do you have anybody you would want to go on a real date with? Right now, I can put it together. Tom but- Selleck. Oh, I do like Tom Selleck. You always say his no. name. I do. Robert Redford. Is he still alive? Yes, he is. Do you know any of these people? <laughs> Tom Selleck. I mean, there's there's a mustache that'll uh, yeah. make you faint. Yeah. Well, hey, if anybody out there knows Tom Selleck. We have one of the houses we're renovating uh, was Tom Selleck's old house growing up. Oh, and, uh, Granny. Look at her smile. Oh, I haven't granny. seen her light up like that. <laughs> no, you'll have this though. A- apparently... Tom Selleck's mom had this uh, shed out back. And in this shed, when when the people that we're working with, when they bought the house, 
this shed was locked. Even when they looked at the house to purchase it, it was locked. Mm -hmm. And so when they bought it, it was locked and they couldn't get in. So they finally snipped the lock and they went inside and it was like a Tom Selleck shrine. (gasps) All his pictures, some of his original outfits, some of his stuff from back in the day, like his... um, Magnum PI PI days and stuff like that. I think there was probably little bits of mustache hair in there. I don't know. That's crazy. But uh, I just think it's so funny that the mom, his mom, was so proud that she just kept this like shrine of him out back. I'll find that shed for you and I'll bring it. Yeah, she'd be happy just (laughs) sitting in the shed. The shed. Yeah. (laughs) Well, thanks for hanging out, guys. Always a lot of fun, and we'll see you on the beer pong floor. Oh yes, right now. Linda, you have something. Oh yeah. One last question. How? What does home mean to you? I did. What does home mean to you? Obviously, you like going home and your home that's uh, 63 years. Home means to me my beautiful memories. I feel real relaxed and content. And I just want to sit back and let everything take its place and just chill. Almost, almost teared I up listening think to that. Of anything yeah. else? That was beautiful. That was beautiful. Well, was especially when you live in a home for over sixty years. That's pretty amazing. Oh yeah, Six, my daughter was born in that oh, house. Really? Oh really? Wow. Yeah. Well, my mom's gonna be Big mad when mama. she finds out you <laughs> gave up her age. <laughs> How about you? Uh, what's home mean to me? Oh gosh. I don't know, a place for my family, a place for uh, me and my grandma to hang out. I think uh, even when we're on the road a lot. We all itch to go back home. Grandma always says it's good to travel, but it's it's even better to go back home. So it's kind of like a safe place just for like your thoughts and just you to like, you know, like, you know, I don't know, even whether you're relaxing or not, just like a, nothing beats like going home and just laying in, in, uh, in, your, in your bed and being secure with your family and everything. So, um, yeah, I don't know. It was probably not as good of an answer as Granny, but. Granny always she, wins. Yeah. Granny brought two tears to me. Yeah, uh, I, I didn't one. really do anything. But what what does it mean to you two? I know you've probably answered this before, but I mean, Linda can can speak for herself. But I would say for me, it's this is for us just hanging out at home, having people we love over, and and sharing stories and having fun. Mm-hmm. For me, it can be anywhere. I mean, we're lucky to have a a physical place to go home, mm-hmm. but it is wherever friends and family are. And Granny. Granny is so cute. I love in her nineties. She's got so much energy, and she just likes Coca Cola and chips, fries, and <laughs> yeah, junk food. <laughs> I uh, I was watching uh, videos on his YouTube earlier today, and I w- I looked like a crazy person, just like laughing out. Loud. <laughs> it's so funny. I love like like uh, Granny gets this intensity in her eyes, this wide eyed sort of like oh. When she's doing a bunch of these, <laughs> that's a uh, good granny voice. It's my granny voice. <laughs> I love it. Speaking of junk food, no. Speaking of grannies, <laughs> oh, I'm telling her you said that. Oh, we're we're both grannies, and we're very proud of it. Our sister-in-law Anna Lee, so that's my brother's wife, uh, has really? just celebrated. <laughs> yeah. Well, some people don't know. Uh, some she just celebrated her 32nd birthday. Pretty. She's pretty much 89. Would she, she get an mad? Old soul. Would she get mad that I told everybody her age? I don't think she cares. <laughs> I don't think she cares either. But that was fun. It was a lot of fun. I mean, just getting together and hanging out with her is always a lot of fun. But how we are is Linda and I don't just like giving a little gift. We like to have an experience. And I think that's the same for Anna Lee. Just 
time together with family and yeah, friends is so important. She doesn't care about gifts. Mm-hmm. She's all about the experience and the food. Okay, so that is the gift. I mean, mm-hmm. we, we brought in some fruit from fruit. Some fruit. We brought some food in from Porridge and Puff, which is one of her favorite foods, mm-hmm. and then some desserts and different things. But this is my frustration. Okay, I like to create a fun experience for somebody and then have a lot of family and friends come over and it's a big celebration. But Drew with, likes, Drew cannot not go big. Yeah, I, I don't like just small, intimate, like three, four people get together. I togethers. like small and intimate. <laughs> <laughs> you are small and intimate. Uh, but no, I, I, I wanted to bring in more people, family and friends, but unfortunately with social distancing and the climate right now, we can't do that. So it was an exciting birthday party. For it's four. a rager for four people. Rager for four. It was amazing. But it, it was great. It, it honestly was really nice. And I mean, I like to have a lot of people around for our get-togethers. And when I say a lot, I'm talking like, you know, 20 people. I'm not talking like a yeah, house makes, party of 500. So See, that, that, that that's where I'm enjoying the uh, social distancing because you have to really keep your bubble small mm-hmm. and you can have better conversations, I find. Well, and that that's the big thing. Linda really likes deeper dive conversations with friends. But my whole thing is, you know, we've spent so much time over the last decade, we spent a lot of time out of town. We're, you know, we're flying in and then we see some friends and family and then we're out or we go to see friends and family and then we're only there a couple of days. So I like to get more people together at one time so that we don't have to do like 50 separate dinners, which we don't have the time for. That's true. But then it feels like you're speed dating. That's even more important. We need to continually reassess our priorities because I think that quality time with our close family and friends Mm -hmm. is more important than overly busy schedule working. Yes, 100%. Annalie is all about wellness and health and she she eats healthy. She likes to work out and do yoga. So that's that's well, I think that's where we uh you know, we jive because as much as I love yoga and pilates and eating healthy. You also love burgers and pizza yeah. and all that good stuff. Yeah, that stuff makes me dance. <laughs> I love that she can talk about you know, frills and food or mental health and sexuality. Yeah. Like that that has always been the easiest thing for us to talk about just anything or yeah. or nothing. And yep. I think yeah, when we were you just about to bring this up, like when we first met her, mm. I remember going to bed that night and we were like, "Man, she's so cool and she's so easy to talk to." Growing up, so JD and I, you know, we're 2 years apart, so we didn't really talk about emotions or anything, you know, if I was down or frustrated. So maybe it would have been nice to have an Annalise sister when I was younger to talk to. Mm-hmm. How about you though? You have three sisters and a brother. So mm-hmm. well, who is sort of, I guess James is younger than you. So maybe he wasn't one that you would confide in or what? Yeah, I don't really remember talking about feelings or, or voicing it. I would show it, you know, through crying. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, Linda's sisters do tell me that no one cried more than her oh, when yeah. she was young. It's still true. So emotional. <laughs> I had a diary. I had a diary. So your where, diary was yes. your confidant. And I don't know where it is. So. Oh my um, god! If I ever, if I ever come across your diary, I'm reading it. I just <laughs> want you to know now. I'm reading it. Well, An- Annalie's like my diary now. Yeah, I actually do notice when you and Annalie are together, there is an energy. I see sort of this. You guys spark creativity in each other. Um, everything though, whether because you guys will cook together, you guys will work out together. You'll literally just sit and work individually, not even talking together. But there's still an energy that I really love. 
surrounding you guys. Yeah, I definitely feel that energy. You know, when you meet someone and you're like, ooh, like mm -hmm. it just feels so easy and right. Well, I think the only difference with Annalie and your sisters, because you guys are all so open and loving and supportive, is that Annalie is here with us. Right. And your sisters are halfway across the country, yeah. up in Canada. And uh -huh. I honestly think, in my opinion, in relationships, it is still really good and healthy for a relationship to have somebody else that you can talk to. It's not like, it's not like you're, you know, I'm not going to complain to somebody else about you mm -hmm. or, or problems that we have, but just to have someone else that you can talk to that's not the same person all the time is actually pretty key in my mind. I, yeah, I think that's very important. We do talk about that a lot where it's important to have our, you know, our alone time and together time yeah. and girl time and guy time or yeah. whatever time. <laughs> And tonight, though, it's going to be pizza time. Oh, I've already I thought you were going to get all like romantic and be like, oh, it's going to be you and me time. I, I thought me mentioning pizza to you was it romantic. It is romantic. <laughs> it's very sexy. <laughs> all right, mics are going off. Let's do this. Thank you so much for joining us, guys. This is At Home with Linda and Drew Scott. A huge thank you to our podcast producer, Brandon Angelino. And to birthday girl, Anna Lee. She's our researcher. And then also for our music, Feels Like Home, Chad Carlson and Victoria Shaw. And thank you to you, Linda. You thank are my you diary. Too, true. You're my diary. Dear diary. Dear Linda, I love you. Dear Drew, today I was super gassy and... And good night. <laughs> I just burned my diary. Yeah.